E-commerce expansion myths blasted. Successful cross-border expansion help. Listen to the show to hear how one UK company is helping e-commerce sellers successfully expand into Europe and double their profits. Hosted by Andy Hooper of Global E-commerce Experts. So hello. Welcome everyone to another episode of our podcast series with Global E-commerce Experts. I'm Tommy Hembest and today we are joined from with Matt Anderson from Marketplace Amp. Welcome Matt. Welcome, thank, thanks for having me. Um, okay. and, yeah, so, uh, yeah, thanks. I'm the MD of Marketplace Amp. Um, we're based in Cambridge in the UK um, and uh, yes, it's super happy to be here. So thanks for having me. Absolutely. Yeah. So uh, Matt's one of our partners who is obviously not too far away from us. Often, often our partners are in the state side. So it's always good to, to meet up with UK uh, partners and we're on the same time zone. So nothing tricky there. Uh, yeah. So if, if you wouldn't mind, Matt, if you could give us a, a brief introduction to Marketplace Amp. So what you do, how you're assisting, obviously, the community. And then uh, we can go into some questions which we've got prepared. Okay. Yeah. That, that, thanks. Uh, thank, thanks for having us. Um, yeah. So, uh, marketplace amp. Um, I've been in the world of, sort of digital marketing for almost twenty years now, without giving away my age. Um, um, always a lot of background within sort of FMCG marketing um, and uh, digital marketing. Um, so, working the likes of uh, the North Face and Brabantia and um, Starbucks, people like that previously, and then. Um, about 11, 12 years ago, um, got asked by one of our clients, uh, Brabantia, to look at uh, Amazon content on, on their on their platform. They've got about 1,200 SKUs. They were really struggling with it and then um, helped help them roll out that optimization in, across the UK, uh, EU and USA um, and then sort of rolled on from there with brands like sort of Sphero and Soak and um it sort of snowballed and um, I set up AMP about five years ago um, just to sort of focus in on, on uh, Amazon as a key sort of marketplace. Um, uh, we are very strong on, on content and brand building. So a, a brand building finalist award with the Global um, uh, Amazon Partner Awards um, and a verified partner. Um, we are an advertising agency um, and have our own DSP platform. So very sort of strong on acquiring customers, conversion, optimization, um, some troubleshooting on the platform as well. Um, and um, we sell internationally, UK, EU, USA mainly, but um, all, all across the, the world on Amazon. Um, do some work on eBay and Ocado and, and places like OnBuy as well. But, but Amazon's our thing, our, our symphony as it were, is what we're really focusing on. Um, and building brands on there. So we were the likes of Reckitt and Ferrero, Eat Natural and, and uh, Mars Pet Care Spillers and people like that. Um, sort of like enterprise brands really is where we're sort of focusing on. So grocery, pets, home and garden uh, and health and beauty, sort of the four categories where we sort of, where, where, where we focus. Brilliant. Thank you for that, Matt. That's, um, yeah, and thank thank you for, for coming on. We're, we're going to be really... Um, Please, that you're going to can give an insight to everything account management, search engine optimization. I'm sure that the listeners are going to have a lot of value from this. So, could you tell us a little bit more about, um, like, 
obviously I know you said it was the the 1,200 SKUs. How how that initially was? Was it like a, a big big jump for yourself when you came into the industry from the previous marketing that you've been doing? I think um, when you when you look across, uh, well, like at, for example, Amazon content and Amazon, everything about Amazon is about customer experience. And when you're looking at when you're selling to somebody, is is not. It's almost a lot of clients come to us and go, well, you know, they sort of assume the customers know certain benefits of a product. They assume that, you know, it, it's out there because, you know, they live and breathe their products. But you've got to really explain it to someone within a very short time span uh, of what the key benefits of the products are um, and really sort of grab their attention. Um, and that means being, you know, speaking very sort of clear, readable English, being able to get that across in a succinct way. Um, and avoiding, you know, what people see as some of the dark arts of SEO optimization on Amazon of like keyword stuffing titles and what have you, because, you know, that readability of the title is really key for click-through mm -hmm. rate. Um, and then actually getting your message across clearly with images are really strong. So, and video even more so. Um, so the consumer's got to really understand that product very, very quickly. So if you look at like, you know, for example, Ocado, um, a consumer will, will pick and select a product and put it to their grocery cart within 30 seconds. So you've got to get that really clearly across. So I think one of the key areas that clients and brands, you know, don't, you know, uh, uh, fall down on is talking about the specifications of a product rather than what's in it for me as a consumer, really. Mm -hmm. So I think so that's one of the sort of key takeaways. You've got to sort of step back and go, What's the buying mission? Why am I? Why am I? What am I searching for? What What's causing me to, you know, go onto Amazon or eBay or whatever, and think like the consumer rather than well, you know, our product's great and it's got it's made of tungsten steel and you know it's X X size and all that sort of stuff. It's like well, yeah, but what's in it for me as a consumer? I think that's yeah, the, the no, that's point. brilliant. I think especially on the on the imaging side, even though obviously Amazon and all these marketplaces are generally listed to regions what one person reads something like might another person might take it completely different um i mean uh, often especially all over the world there's so much diversity these days isn't there so you've got to make sure that whoever clicks on that listing is is really understanding the point of it what the product does and obviously the the, the selling points as well Hmm. So that's, that's fantastic. Um, so we know obviously Marketplace Amp is an Amazon marketing agency that can help with products found and sold online. What do you think, I know it kind of goes back to the last point, but what do you think the key areas that sellers are going wrong, like when failing to optimize their listings and channels? What do you see like more regularly when, when people are, where, what people are going wrong with? Um, well, the, the sort of features and benefits piece, number one, um, uh, trying there's a lot of misconceptions about the dark arts like I say so keyword keyword spamming content and readability of, of, of bullet points and titles is, is, is one thing um, and um, just relying very much on sort of third, third party data to sort of drive what, what keywords should we be targeting actually rather than looking at Amazon's own data like brand analytics for example um, you know one Amazon you described to me as, and I won't mention the software, but you know we all we all use various bits of software. I'm aware of them. It's like it's well, it's make believe basically because it's made of an estimation on on bestseller rank. But if you can use Amazon's data wherever you can, 
you're going to get better results, in my opinion. You can get the whole sort of holistic view of a keyword research from Google Keyword Planner, for example. But Amazon's data is Amazon's data, really, at the end of the day. So that'd be one yeah. one key point. Pretty black and white, isn't it, what Amazon's putting mm-hmm. out? Yeah, yeah, absolutely, yeah. Fantastic. So let's take a deeper dive into uh, the different methods that sellers can use. Firstly, like using videos on your Amazon listings. Could you explain a little about the perks of placing videos on the listings to increase, I guess, sales visibility? Yeah, I think yeah on on, on listings and 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 also um, on video as well. Um, you know, I mentioned a lot about my background and and um, prior to sort of getting onto Amazon, I've been working in social media for like ten years, and um, it's one thing. Um, I read a stat, and it was from Eddie Jones, actually, uh, uh, over the last uh, 10 days, and he talks about the attention span of people nowadays because of the, everyone's lives are driven by mobile. So 70% of people that are shopping on a, on a marketplace are going to be shopping through a mobile phone. And what draws their attention? What are they looking at all day? Well, they're looking at TikTok, and they're looking at stories on on, on, on Instagram, and that's video, and that's yeah. grabbing that's grabbing their attention so you've got to think like well actually if you'll grab people's attention videos number one mm-hmm. uh, they, uh, and also i mean what we've seen uh, way down some stats really from our own sort of case studies uh, these are so uh, we saw sort of average sort of seven percent increase in conversion on on our, on our listings when we were adding video so um yeah, one, 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 in, one in five people say there's one of Amazon's stats. One in five people say they bought a product because of the video on a listing. Really? Um, so it sort of broadly sort of fits in, um, you know, with, with, with what we're seeing. But even more so, the best is like the, on, on the sponsored brand videos. So I don't know if you, your, users, your listeners know about sponsored mm. brands, but they're the banner ads at the top of, uh, of um, Amazon typically, but you can add video mid-page and top page now uh, with video. Um, and we saw a, a, a 428% increase in click-through rate and a 62% dropping uh, CPC uh, when we're running those type of ads because of the video, because it draws attention, basically. So I think it's really it's really key. And you mm. can see there's more and more use of video on Amazon, you know, Amazon Live, for example, the streaming over in the States. Um, yeah, yeah, I've seen that going live over there so you know that is super important basically yeah and and when it comes to like i guess the the video side of it would are you just if, if if you're giving your recommendation are you thinking are you trying to really like sell and advertise the product or is it would you just keep it like informational based what what would it depend on what the product is How, is it is there any kind of like know-how around that well i think Num- number one is you see a lot of certainly big big brands are guilty of this is oh we'll, we'll just use the video from our TV ad because yeah. that's yes <laughs> you, you've seen I've seen a lot yeah yeah um, but I think um, product product that has con a video that has contrast that grabs the attention has the okay. product within the first sort of five seconds yeah. um, and actually Maybe the product being used etc. Yeah, being used and the features like the features, the benefits of the of the products being in it. So, whereas you know, some TV ads are very sort of lifestyley and what have you, but you've got to understand that that consumer, in theory, is not going anywhere and is watching that screen. But yeah. you know, standing, you've got you know hundreds and hundreds of products that someone's looking at 
very quickly on Amazon. You've got to really stand out. Mm. So short, succinct, uh, and some, like contrast and contrast and movement to catch people's eyes. So if you have lots of sort of static images, it's less less likely to catch people's attention. Um, in the world of pets, great fluffy fluffy dogs and cats and things like that. You know, who doesn't share a cat meme on on in, on social media? Well, it's, it's the same that was, isn't it? <laughs> I don't think I'll ever stop sharing cat memes. To yeah, be honest. Exactly. I mean, I'm so, a dog person over cats, but the the cat means, but they just seem yeah, to do something. Don't so yeah, I think it's some. So, you know, if your creative team are very good at social content, think mm. about that. But also, then strip it back to it's less entertaining. It's more of an infomercial than an entertaining uh, video. Yeah. But you know, you can still use those little tricks to catch the consumer's eye. Yeah, that's brilliant. So translating listings is something that, that we at, here at Global E-commerce Experts, we encourage to all our sellers. Um, avoiding Google Translate is one of our key tips. So don't use these, these online kind of, because it's often not, not localized. Um, clearly, like for expansion, you'll need to translate your listings for each country what you plan obviously to sell into. Do you have any tips for translating like Amazon listings to increase a customer base? Yes, definitely agree. I mean, there's loads of chat about chat GPT and AI and things like that. So moment, yeah. automation is can actually really sort of stuff your sales up badly. And a couple of examples um, saw with, um, uh, well, it's from an un, from an understanding point of view. So you, you can have multilingual translators, but we always try to use like native speaking uh, translators in each of the locales because they understand the nuances about why people should buy a product that's really important mm -hmm. um, and also um, uh, having people that understand how to optimize for amazon that can translate as well so really that's like the that's the the, the the sort of top tip really is some someone who understands amazon native speaking that can can translate those listings for you yeah. it will cost you more but in the long term as like i say to clients it's that's evergreen once you've once you've invested that that's going to pay back year after year um, yeah, uh, but Generally, you know, cost, isn't it? To, yeah, to so I think, you know, you think um, you've got, uh, yeah, for example, um, you know, D Dutch people speak very good English, but they don't understand that um, the Brits say bin and the Americans say trash can. So that's one thing. Or, or ironing board in the UK is not an ironing table because that's the that's a, the literal translation from Dutch. So you can yeah. see things like that. You've got to be really those things can really affect your optimization, right? Um, or it can just be plain embarrassing. And you know, I saw like a scratch map, for example, being a rubble map um, you know, in German and, and things. So, yeah, you, if you try and cut corners, it can really not only ruin your sales, but could end up trashing your brand as well because you could make something quite an embarrassing mistake. Absolutely. And <laughs> I think in that, in the perspective of things, translation as a service to a to an Amazon seller, it's not a huge overhead. It's not like some of some yeah. of these other costs that are involved in the business. So that that small um, that small financial hit would would, as you say, often travel fold. You, yeah, you're, you're going to have a lot more success in the future with your listings yeah. if you're That's utilizing right. something like that. And you just kind of got to bite the bullet originally, rather than as you say, getting your your quick wins, which would be your your translatings, your Google Translate and your Deeples, et cetera. Yeah. Other than like Amazon, what other marketplaces would you recommend? 
And do they all incorporate the same methods when it comes to optimization and marketing? Um, well, there's a lot of marketplaces, number one. So I'm not an expert in all of them, but I think it's sort of the common, we uh, have done quite a lot of work on on grocery sites as well, across sort of, you know, um, e-tailers. Yeah. Um, so, you know, like, like say car four of this world or, or, or you know, uh, Curry's or Argos in the UK. Um, but there's, there's the consistent elements about the, the, the benefits, um, readability, being quite succinct to, to the point about a product. Don't try and be too clever when you're optimizing on them. Mm-hmm. Um, I'd say eBay is one marketplace I know well. Um, you can be a bit more wordy in the titles. And I yeah. think that's where the sort of keyword stuffing thing comes originated from. And, and you mm-hmm. see it within within uh, within Amazon. Um, but, you know, again, images, the numbers of, number of images uh, uh, really help with Cassini and the algorithm on, on eBay. Um, and being there for, for the consumer. So, you know, having things like returns, um, next day delivery, you know, again, that delivery really sort of affects conversion across e-commerce sites and also marketplaces so and that's sort of a common theme really if you yeah. can, if it's fast and free and next day then you're going to increase your conversion basically yeah, so that's across everything um marketplaces to look at certainly like in france is like c discount it's a really sort of strong marketplace offers a lot of fulfillment options similar to amazon really sort of expanding out there advertising as well um on buy in the uk is, is making gains um i i personally and i think it's you know cast patterns doing a great job i personally find that some of the some categories it works really well some less so yeah um, um you know it's not as such good for food but you know perhaps the electronics and and, and the like in gifting yes it's good um so yeah i think it's you're looking at across those sort of fundamentals about Thinking about the benefits versus the features of a product, being clear and succinct, don't keyword stuff, yeah. um, and and the delivery, you know, being being reliable on your logistics is going to win it. That that's one of the reasons why Amazon's just so strong. It's it's a logistics company with a website basically, <laughs> that's backed up by you know huge tech infrastructure. Um, so I think that's like overall those sort of fundamentals of. We'll see you right on most most marketplaces. I think you're you're 100 right there. We I mean we we partner with lots of marketplaces. The sellers in our free PL facilities are often looking to at, at these other marketplaces for other revenue streams. And I think yeah, it's it's one of the things. It's region dependent. So as you say, your CD discounts in in France. You've got your Zalando's in Germany. I think Allegro mm-hmm. in Poland is actually bigger than almost Amazon itself. I think it has more more active users. So I think if you're you got to look at your regions. And then your products as well, which which will some marketplaces, your Etsy's might be more suited to, to certain types of, of products and all of that. And it's quite interesting because I know you guys, um, you do some work with, with eBay as well, don't you? I was yes. actually at um, eBay's roadshow last week in Bristol. And they've got some really, I think, cool new tech coming in to do with all of their search engine optimization, how they're how they're doing it. The, the, the company, they, they, they partner with a company who they're utilizing to do that. And it's, it's slipped my mind, but I sat down and listened to a lot of talks on eBay that day. And I, I'm sure you, you're well, well versed in, in all of that. Um, 
that circle of, of the eBay search engine optimization, but they, they look like that for their users, they're making it a lot more simpler to, as I said, optimize that their listings. Yeah. Yeah. And things like item specifics is really sort of, uh, as much metadata as possible. Well, Amazon as well, really. I think that's one, another area going back to that, that people do miss out on, um, perhaps for being lazy, perhaps because it's not talked about as much on the blogs, but you know, if it's vegan, make sure you make it's vegans in the metadata, you know, those sort of things, people do filter search around that. So that's, you know, another, yeah. another area. So definitely item specifics for, for, for eBay. I think the, you know, probably not, they probably missed a little bit of a trick coming into COVID eBay, but certainly ever since that, I've, I've noticed that they've, they've been very engaged in agencies. They, they are sort of moving forwards. They are trying to build upon their, um, uh, promoted listings, advanced offer, uh, um, you know, that's keyword research, no, keyword yeah. basically for the uninitiated. Um, so that's, that's they're bringing out some interesting elements there. I mm. like selling on eBay. Uh, no, personally, I sell quite a bit on eBay. Um, I love Etsy. I think at the commu- I love the community around Etsy, Etsy, and you can have some really quite unique products yeah. that you can find on the big big players. So, mm-hmm. Yeah, I think it's a, uh, it's a it's an evolving landscape, but you know Amazon's not the only show in town. No, absolutely, yeah, and it's always worth looking into other options at least to see if you can yeah. benefit from them. Um, so I think there's a huge urge for like business owners to take advantage of social media platforms to create organic growth. What channels do you recommend the most, and does this vary for like certain products? Um, so it's social social channels. Um, well, I, I've got a love-hate relationship with, with social media. I haven't been, <laughs> been, been I, was, I think it was back in 2007 I was on Twitter, um, but I'm not on it anymore. But, I mean, I think from, from a selling point of view, I look, look at social as, as, as areas to acquire traffic. Um, so in that respect, um, for what sells, TikTok is particularly strong. I find around um, using TikTok influencers. Um, yeah. That's not been lost on Amazon because they've just recently launched their Inspire offering. I don't know if you saw that. It's basically using TikTok like influencers that can be uh, used to promote products on Amazon. That's coming. That that's in the pipe. Mm. Um, so that's one area to be really aware of. Um, I think um, you know Facebook's been a bit hit and miss because of the um, various issues with um, Apple and data access and being able to target consumers effectively. That's one thing yeah. I noticed. Um, uh, but, you know, I think one one platform which doesn't get enough uh, coverage is Pinterest because essentially okay. people, people are collecting products that they want to go and buy, right? So, you know, I think in the world of homewares, that's definitely one you should look at. Mm. Uh, also, you know, you're going into a, a good first stepping stone to China WeChat. Uh, and just going and having a look at that as well but you know uh, I, I think there's numerous areas as for other channels outside of socials like things like forums and, and mumsnet and the like you know uh, that's if you're looking for like huge amounts of traffic to go into a listing that's relevant you know if you're a baby product looking at forums like mumsnet for example um, yeah would be a, a place to look at so 
don't just be drawn to this sort of shiny Instagram lights. Think about, you know, where 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 are my where are my consumers hanging out and talking about products and recommending things to to use? Yeah, hundred uh, percent. And in that instance, it is, I guess, it is um, it is product variable, isn't it? Really, because some products on Instagram, I imagine, some like for yeah. an example, your cosmetics might do better on Instagram, but whether they do well on the other channels, it's you've, you've got to look at what, what your audience is and where your audience is based. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Plumbing widgets on Instagram is a tough sell. So. <laughs> <laughs> Everyone loves, someone loves a challenge though. So that's all someone's doing. Yeah, exactly, yeah. <laughs> um, so are there any new marketing methods listeners can use to get one step ahead of their competitors without giving away too much? Um, yeah. I mean, I mentioned, um, I think, what I'm looking at is things we mentioned chat GPT earlier on. I think there's a lot of buzz going around that. I think that's yeah. one, one area to look at um, it, for writing bullet points for not the end products, but actually for like a brainstorming start for, for your, for your copywriting, you know, if you, yeah. Yeah, that that's, that's one area that could really sort of help automate your um, uh, efforts I've already spoken about quite a bit about sort of like the forums and the like. Um, I would say that influencers are really uh, an interesting area to look at. If your product has the right PR angle, that's the one thing I would say. Um, Mm -hmm. If your product is, you know, bath bombs on Amazon, and I don't know if you searched recently about that, but there are millions of the bloody things there. It's like they're just very vanilla products. But if you have a if you have quite a unique product that's got a nice PR angle and it's topical and people want to talk about it. Yeah. If it's a sexy product in inverted commas, then influencers probably are an area to look at to sort of really sort of help launch. Yeah. Um, like a unique selling point to do it, maybe a more generic yeah. product, something like that. Yeah. 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 So I think that's, you've you got to think about, you know, I'm putting my old marketing hat on and think about what's the PR angle of this. Why would people want to talk about it and sh- sh- rave about it on, on, on Instagram? Yeah, um, um, you know, there's that prime energy drink and things like that. You know, that's kind of got quite a good, strong social media viral aspect to you know people clambering all over in supermarkets to buy the thing. You know, that's going to start driving crazy. crazy. So just think about um, that. Really, it's not. Um, yeah, they're not new new efforts, but I think it's just basically just to think about. Uh, you know. TikTok's not going to work for every product, but yeah. you know, um, I was talking to a high street food brand recently, and they did some TikTok influencer stuff, and they had a huge amount of in- interest and sales on Amazon on the back of it. Mm. Uh, I don't think it was necessarily deliberately set up that way, but it was, you know, as a result of some of the marketing work, they noticed that it drove a lot of Amazon sales. Um, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, choose a channel for your product and think about that holistic thing of, well, if I'm, if I'm with an influencer, let's look at a PR angle, let's look at a press release, let's look at, you know, a mm. topical event that we can tie it to. And that, and then that will really drive interest really. It's what it's all about. Yeah. Absolutely. That's brilliant. So overall, what would you say your predictions are for e-commerce in 2023? And do you have any last thoughts or advice you have for business owners? Um, well, I think um, 
Yeah, it's it's been an interesting few years, hasn't it? I mean, it's a, anything we haven't had is a plague. Uh, yeah. so, <laughs> That's next. COVID was the boom time for e-commerce, wasn't it? And I think it really sort of it moved it on sort of seven or eight years in a year, really, because everyone's like, you know, so every age group now selling on e-commerce, but I think it's going into a time of, you know, cost of living, very high ex- expenses, what works behind e-commerce is this huge logistics infrastructure, as you guys know. Mm. Um, so I think it's a, a year of sort of consolidation, um, looking at how to optimise for, for costs. Um, I would say that sort of rationalising ranges and looking at focusing on your most profitable products okay. rather than trying to do everything, trying to do all these channels to, and then and then build from there. Yeah. It's not not a great optimistic message, I know, for the year, but let's just say, you know, bit bit of bit of spring cleaning, let's say, when, when you're a seller, let's look at that and then focus on what's going really well and then thinking about, okay, well, these product this product range is going really well. There's a huge popularity and thinking how we can sort of build the average order value of the products, whether you're looking at um, different pack sizes, gift sizes, varieties, what consumers want within, in, within the, the marketplace to yeah. sort of build your profit. Then I know you're thinking, looking at, I think there's a huge opportunity of British and American brands going into Europe because of Brexit. Um, mm. Not that I supported it, but because many competitors have moved, have not moved out, moved them, moved it out, stopped selling in in Europe. Um, and there's, you know, I think there's 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 a lots of um, changes and organisations across the board have got their head around how to get around and, and, and sort of remove friction across that market. So I think, you know, that international expansion piece is uh, definitely, you know, optimise what you're doing now, build that profit, reinvest that in expansion, basically would be my my message for, 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 for 2023. Yeah, absolutely. Now that's that's a fantastic point you made there at the end, Matt. We, we saw that when obviously COVID hit, lots of people got the, um, cold feet kind of thing, pulled stock out or just didn't really send any more stock, etc. Stop filing back returns. And then they say it just takes a while to ever to understand really what, what is going on. I mean, it took us in the UK, I think, a good few years to understand what yeah. Brexit actually was, didn't it? So God knows what the uh, the rest of the world was thinking. And then, yeah, we're starting to see obviously that that market share, which they previously had, they're, they're, they're able to go out and get back. If not, their competitors are doing it. So um yeah expansion is is something that that we always um always encourage people to to look into yeah yeah it spreads your risk doesn't it as well and it not only just grows your business but yeah it's it's got double benefit um so i think yeah i think it's uh look look at looking at how you can sort of build towards those horizons but um yeah to build it up from there yeah absolutely that's fantastic so that's um that's near about us done for today's uh, podcast. We have our hack series coming up very soon and Marketplace Amp, uh, Matt, are featuring our hackathon. So please look out for that. Um, We also have our golden ticket promotion, which is now live. So anyone who's looking into expansion into across Europe, please let us know. Obviously, Matt's thank you. Thank you very much, Matt, for coming on today and shedding all your knowledge about Marketplace Amp. Make sure you check them guys out. They're doing a fantastic job um, with everything across account management wise. And yeah, we look forward to seeing you on our next one.
Jason, thanks for having me. Thanks, guys. E-commerce expansion myths blasted. Successful cross-border expansion help. Listen to the show to hear how one UK company is helping e-commerce sellers successfully expand into Europe and double their profits. Hosted by Andy Hooper of Global E-commerce Experts.